Happy Monday, girlfriend. I am in your ear today talking about orthorexia, this obsession around healthy food, and is it a legit thing? And what if you just feel like you're a clean eater and maybe you don't experience disordered eating, but you just feel like everyone else around you is eating all of these terrible foods all the time and it truly bugs the mess out of you. Maybe you don't even know what orthorexia is. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to break down for you what orthorexia is, a little bit about my story and struggle with ortho, and the warning signs. And we're also going to talk about how you can go from orthorexic to find everlasting freedom from food controlling your life. Let's dive into today's show, friend. Here we go. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self Podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. So what is orthorexia? What exactly is it? Is it an actual eating disorder? Well, to answer the question, it is not formally recognized in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, but the awareness out there is on the rise. In fact, the National Eating Disorder Association mentions orthorexia was deemed a term in 1998, and it is the obsession with having proper or healthful eating. It's also noted that people with orthorexia aren't necessarily just concerned with eating healthy, although that's where it starts or originates with orthorexia. You become so obsessed on so-called clean eating or healthy lifestyle that you actually damage your own well-being. Orthorexia is the obsession with being healthy, the obsession with healthy food. And what's a little scary, I should say a lot scary, is that in our culture today, it's this healthy train. Everybody wants to jump on the wellness train. In fact, you even will see out on Instagram and all the social platforms, professionals or deemed professionals, deemed nutritionists and even dietitians and wellness people, influencers that will talk about juice cleanses and certain health coaching products and all of these different diets. Again, bad diets, all of these different things that they deemed are the quick fix, that they have deemed are the healthy way of being. And I'll be the first to tell you that I fell for every single one of those things. But for me, my orthorexia became a spiral into my anorexia. And I'll talk a little bit about that as well. And while there hasn't been criteria clinically making ortho a separate standalone eating disorder, studies have shown that orthorexia tendencies also tie very closely with those individuals who experience obsessive compulsive disorder. And there are some overlapping behaviors. And I've talked a little bit about the relationship between OCD 
and Eating Disorders in episode 47. So if you haven't listened to that show, I highly encourage you to go back to that one if you're interested in that topic. But essentially, this dynamic, this diet culture, the social norm of wellness is becoming so tainted that we're doing harm to ourselves. And no, I don't mean thinking about eating better and wanting to sleep more and drinking more water. I don't mean all of that. All of that, they're great things. But too much of even a good thing becomes harmful for us. And the problem with eating healthy and this clean eating and this five ingredients or less lifestyle is that you maybe have become so focused on this that it is pure obsession. And so it becomes a spiral. And in fact, that's what happened to me. When I first went down the rabbit hole of dieting and wanting to lose 10 pounds, You can hear more about my story and a couple first episodes of the podcast. So go back and listen to those as well if you're new here. But when I went down this rabbit hole, it was just a bunch of Googling. It was a bunch of getting research of how can I lose some weight? And up pops all the things. I mean, juice cleanses, old diets, fasting, you know, all the things. And for me, it became overnight this unhealthy relationship with clean eating And then it also became an obsession for me with the label checking and the, I can only shop the perimeter of the grocery store. And I can't even tell you how many rules I had when it came to eating well. Oh, well, I don't eat this and I don't eat that. And I can only eat this and I can't eat that. And wow, you eat that? No, uh -uh. I can only do wheat bread and I can only do brown rice and I can only do salads with the dressing on the side and the dressing can't have all those crappy ingredients in it. And if this is familiar to you, parts of these things aren't necessarily bad when we're doing this at a place that is from a place of health, but we've taken this so sideways. It has become such an obsession that if you yourself experience this obsession with healthy food and this clean eating obsession, then you'll completely understand where I'm coming from. My story started with ortho. In fact, for many years, I just had this unhealthy, healthy obsession. It was like unhealthy obsession with being healthy. And so like anorexia, there's a lot of restriction of varieties of food. With ortho, it's really the food quality. You're constantly concerned about the quality of the food. And it is very poisonous, I feel like, because it's secretive in the fact that it's a way to, as you lean into the anorexia phase, and which I did, I was literally ortho, and then it led to anorexia for me, where anorexia is more about the quantity. And so as you are restricting varieties of food, Then you start restricting almost interchangeably, again, my personal experience, the amounts. And so this is what makes it really dangerous. And so in fact, what is even more of a craziness here is that wellness culture is the way down this path and it becomes your identity. It's almost an excuse to keep this just weird obsession around attachment to disordered eating. And you don't even realize that you're doing it. In fact, Majority of the people who believe that they live this healthy lifestyle that's so superior to everyone else, they don't even realize that they're actually causing harm to themselves. So let's talk a little bit about some of the warning signs. Cutting out food groups. 
i.e. I don't eat sugar, carbs, I don't touch dairy, I don't do meat, I won't eat animal products, all of this craze, okay? Our body was designed to experience food for fuel, period. Not good, not bad, not right, not wrong, food for fuel. And whenever we're cutting out food groups, because we aren't allowed to eat certain things, if it's not like a severe allergy or a legit medical concern, then we are manipulating our food behaviors. We weren't meant to do that. We just weren't. And so if you're sticking to these rules or food rules where you don't allow yourself out of this healthy zone, you're constantly doing the label checking, you're looking at the ingredients, you're looking at the ingredients for everyone else around you, You only eat the five ingredients or less. Oh, I just eat whole foods. So I'm not sure if I can go eat at the cookout because I'm not sure what these things are made with. Obsessive research around healthy, and maybe you're a part of all these Facebook communities or you're part of these forums and you're constantly Googling, reading books, doing all the things. Sister, not judging you, was in this place. I was there. I actually did. The eat clean diet multiple times, and I thought it was the best thing since sliced bread, even though I wasn't allowed to have sliced bread. And for me, it was going to the store and just feeling super overwhelmed. I would sit there, I would look at every single ingredient label that went into my cart, sticking to only items that I thought were safe for me, which literally amounted to like 10 things because nothing ever made the cart. And so I share this with you. Because I also felt extremely like important. I felt like my health was the number one thing and I was doing what was right by being healthy and everyone around me was crazy and they were all going to die before me because they weren't eating healthy. But in fact, this life is toxic. It's toxic. And if you're living it, maybe you've also experienced this increase in supplements Again, this daily life surrounded around obsession, around food, what you're going to eat next, if you can eat this, when you're going to eat it, all of these things. And the truth is that wellness culture is only making culture more sick, in my personal opinion, and more disordered when we are spending so much value in coming up with all of these things to feed the billion dollar industry to where we are allowing this to be actual health. Like this isn't wellness. This isn't wellness, okay? These toxic juice cleanses, when your healthy lifestyle, sister, requires you to do the very behaviors that cause unhealthy results, that, my friend, is the opposite of being healthy. But no one wants to talk about that. Am I right? And so today I am, and maybe this is controversial, but today I am. The cause of a lot of people having kidney problems, a lot of people experiencing blood sugar spikes and dehydration and electrolyte imbalances. All of these things is because many people are floating around in society on these juice cleanses, trying to red toxins out of their body when in fact your body knows how to detox itself. Yes, it does. And Sharon Bergeist from Emory School of Medicine even says the reality is your body is a detoxification machine. And it is. So how do you wake up from this hidden camouflage of orthorexia culture and these characteristics just running around? And maybe you're there now and maybe you are orthorexic. Maybe you haven't been clinically diagnosed as anorexic for restriction of food. But maybe you restrict food and you manipulate and you are always concerned about food quality. I want you to ask yourself, 
Am I so rigid around food that I limit myself to only allow certain choices with certain ingredients? Do I view my eating as the best way and look down on others around me or feel somewhat superior around food choices, ingredients, etc.? Like I know all the things and everyone out here is just eating all this stuff. Is that you? The problem is maybe you're feeling super healthy right now. Maybe you're feeling like you are the epitome of health and everyone around you is just overweight. And in this American culture where fast food is the craze, let me tell you, no one said that you had to go eat a Burger King cheeseburger for you to be in recovery. No one said that. But sister, a life where you are chained, trapped to a label, trapped to calorie counting, trapped to macro counting, ingredients list, A life where you are trapped to not being able to live at your fullest because your mental capacity and your brain function is being controlled and being leveraged. All that energy is being taken up because you're spending time manipulating what you're going to eat next. That's a problem. This is distorted. And what may begin as intentional actually turns dangerous pretty quickly. And that's what happened to me. I felt like I was on top of the world. I would only eat whole foods. That was super fun for me to share to all my friends, all my family. I only eat whole foods and I don't eat red meat and I can't have that. And now with all of these different things out there, well, I'm on keto and I can't do this and bread makes my stomach hurt. Intuitive behaviors allow your body, your mind, and yes, your soul to contribute to your overall holistic well-being. That includes your eating. That includes all facets of your life. And friend, disordered eating is abnormal eating behaviors and patterns. So while maybe you're feeling like I'm very healthy, I do eat. There's no possible way I could have this. The first step is awareness. And what's really interesting is I did some research prior to today's show and eatingdisorderhope.com talks about the estimation of roughly 21 to 57% of our general population are walking around engaged in these orthorexic behaviors. Many not even realizing it, right? We're just all trying to be healthier. However, this is twice as high for women than men, and 10% of our population are at risk for the development of orthorexia. And again, a lot of that is based upon culture. A lot of that is based upon the wellness label now, the healthy eating, the clean eating. Sis, if you have to cheat or have a cheat day, that's not healthy. Every single day, you should be able to live an intuitive way of eating. And you shouldn't feel like you have to cheat Because that's not allowing your body what your body wants and needs to nourish and flourish and thrive. I promise to get off my soapbox, but I get riled up on this one because I just feel like even though this is not a formally recognized eating disorder by the DSM-5, it is this overarching obsession with healthy food and a healthy lifestyle. And anything, even a good thing that's taken too far can become so dangerous to you. So if you're sitting with this right now and you're like, that is so me, I realize I have disordered eating, I experience all these things, then I want you to know it's okay. You're not alone. In fact, you're right here where you need to be because this recovery and escape and freedom, it's all about daily choice. It's all about daily choice. 
And the first thing that I talk about with my private clients or on the show or in any type of setting is that the first step is awareness. Break up with these beliefs and perceptions of what other people have told you so that you can start living your very best life. And that's going to equate to being your most healthiest self. But we've got to take away all these beliefs and these false perceptions that are not true, that are not true. And we have to start living into our truth. And then the second part of this is acceptance. Seeing food as fuel, seeing food as energy, because that's what it is. It is a source of energy so that you can do all of the things that you love with all of the people that you love. And whether you do that with six ingredients or four ingredients, the only thing you're doing is gaining control over something that is going to spiral out and control you. And if you're not there yet, I just urge you to check yourself and get in that place of awareness, get in that place of acceptance and get real, get real with you and ask yourself the question, like, is this a problem for me? that I normally feel like I can only eat healthy things. And anytime I go out of the way of eating something that isn't quote unquote healthy, then I have shame or then I experience this place where it's like, oh, I've got to get back on track. I can't do that for too long. And then the third area that I want to talk about is action. So if you're finding yourself here, you're finding yourself constantly making choices that are limiting you, restricting you from the types of food, the quality of food, and maybe even the quantities of food that you're eating, then action is important. Learning to embrace that all foods are okay. I know it's hard to decouple and erase these beliefs and these thoughts that we have been fed predominantly for most of our lives, that donuts are bad and carbs are going to make you sluggish and you can't have whatever it is, the cupcake, the ice cream, the milk, chocolate. But sister, you deserve a life where this doesn't consume your life. And if I can do that in my life, I know you can too. I remember every single birthday I had for years, not allowing myself cake because it was quote unhealthy. I remember only allowing myself two squares of dark chocolate because dark was better than milk chocolate. I remember myself only getting organic fruits and vegetables because something told me over and over research, research that I couldn't have a regular apple so much so that I would buy nothing nothing on the shelves. And I would leave the grocery store hungry, miserable, restricting, trying to control everyone else that I was prepping food for and myself. It's a miserable way to live. It's a miserable way to be. When you can't go somewhere, you can't go out to dinner with a family member because not only are you concerned about what they're putting in everything. And again, this is not if you have a severe allergy or anything like that. Let's stop trying to label this is healthy. This is actually the opposite. If your path to physical health requires harm to your mental state, then it is truly unhealthy. And so I want to ask you today, if your path right now to physical health requires harm to your mental health, then is it truly health, sweet friend? The answer is no. And so if you are always concerned, consumed, controlled, doing these things, 
this is where the danger lies. I get it. I was here for a really long time. And so today I want you to just sit with yourself. I want you to think about all you've listened to on the show today. It's okay if you're dealing with orthorexia. It's okay if you're dealing with anorexia. It's okay if you have an unspecified or unhealthy patterns and behaviors relating to food. I see you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad and I am so blessed that you're listening to the show. And we need to talk about this more. We need to bring more awareness here. So sister, if you have someone in your life that's also experiencing these things, can I ask you today to do me a favor and share this episode with a friend or a family member or somebody that you love? We've got to start talking about these things that truly matter because yes, it's so very important to be healthy, but if you are doing so much obsession and so many different crazy behaviors to try to pursue health, it's in fact pursuing harm and causing harm on you. There are so many individuals that I've come across as I have been coaching women and I have been in this space that experience cardiac issues, kidney failure, loss, because they believe they're living a healthy lifestyle. And I don't know about you. I want to be here. I want to be here for years to come. And that's why for me and my story and struggle with my anorexia, I knew I was going to keep going down the same path. And I knew that that was going to give me the same, if not worse results. And I didn't want that anymore for my life. I was tired of it controlling me. And what started with five ingredients or less, what started with the pure intent and positive intent of living a life that was healthier than the fast food or the junk food, it spiraled so fast. I woke up in this pit that I didn't even know how I got in the pit in the first place. And today's show is to give you inspiration that if you're here, you can get out of this. There's so much hope. There's so much hope, but the first key to that hope is the awareness, understanding that this is problematic. If you can't go out with friends and family, or you can't enjoy food outside of the rigid routine that you've set for yourself, then that's a problem. And that's something that is worth addressing and getting help for. Because sister, you have a purpose on this planet and your purpose is so much more than your weight than your body, than this health pursuit that you're on. I want you to know that I'm here for you. I would love for you to come and join me as a private client. I've got a couple slots open up for the end of the summer, and I would absolutely be blessed to hear from you. So if you're looking for more accountability, more support, and you want to end this thing, like you are tired of being on this hamster wheel where you're constantly thinking about food and it's controlling your life, then come on over to lindsaynickel.com and you can fill out the client application. I can't wait to get back to you, hear from you, and all that you have for your life, all that you have left to do here, all the things and all the memories that you have left to make with people that you love because you're tired of being so healthy that you're unhealthy. Sister, if that's you, I see you today. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. It's okay if you experience this unhealthy obsession with healthy food. It's okay. I'm giving you a recovery hug from across the way. And I want you to know you are not doing this by yourself any longer. The reality is that your body can heal itself. And I know I've said it before, but it's your mind 
that you need to convince. So let's start getting more aware and let's start accepting where we are so that we can take action to be the best version of ourselves. I hope today's show has blessed you, friend, and I can't wait to talk to you soon for another episode on the podcast. And get this, if you have ideas for the show or there's a topic that we haven't yet covered, can you hop on over to our private Facebook community? You can find the link in the show notes below. I would love to get your thoughts on topics that you would enjoy hearing about. Come on over to the community and we cannot wait to welcome you there. Bye for now, girl. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.